Hello and welcome to Sync and Flow, the podcast with me, your host, Josie Thorne. I am a red tent woman circle facilitator, a womb healer and feminine empowerment coach. I have been guiding women to embody their true essence through womb activations and feminine embodiment practices. I started Sync and Flow to help educate and connect women back to the wisdom of their sacred womb space and cyclical nature. I want to help all women reawaken to the true power of the feminine that lives deep within them so that they may cultivate a relationship to self that is rooted in pure trust, divine love and a deeply intuitive connection to the body. Thank you for being here and taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Sync and Flow, the podcast. This is episode 12 of season one. I'm really excited to be back here recording a solo cast for you guys today. It's been a little while since I've done one of these on my own. I'm sorry about that. I've been moving through so much transformation, so much death and rebirth, so much growth, so much life has really been asking me to meet myself deeper than I've ever had to in my entire life. And that requires so much courage wow like so much internal courage and resilience and strength and self-empowerment and not victimizing myself it yeah I've had to put my big girl panties on and really take charge of myself and my finances and my health and my spiritual practice all of the things But I'm finally in a more grounded space where I can start to do these podcasts for you guys a bit more regularly. I'm currently coming to you guys from Berlin, Germany. Um, A little life update. I have moved to Berlin and it is my goal to live here for the next five years or so and live in between Berlin and Cape Town. chasing the sun, running away from the winters. Um, So yeah, a lot of changes happened, a lot of personal growth and transformation. I've had to let go of a lot of things, let go of relationships, let go of lovers, let go of, um, yeah, my old life back in Cape Town in order to move forward and embrace what life is asking from me, which is so much more present, so much more just, yeah, more of me to come through and more of my authentic um, expression, my authentic flavor. Um, Yeah, I'm here in the big city to make money, to expand my career, to grow my healing business and to just, yeah, expand into a more international audience because your girl has big dreams, big dreams to heal every single womb on this planet. And that is not going to happen if I allow myself to stay small 
and stay in sleepy little Schlapstadt. We love Cape Town, but it's a tiny little town, a tiny little city where not much happens and not much international exposure is available to people like me who are trying to make big things happen in the world. But okay, enough about me. That was a little life update. Um, We are getting into the podcast now. And today we are talking about redefining selfish, redefining what it means to be selfish. And so this conversation is going to be all about people pleasing and learning to return our power and our energy back to the self, back to our own authentic mode of being, ways of expressing, and yeah, just how we navigate our life from this place of authenticity without feeling fearful of being accused of selfish, being selfish. Because what I've often found in my own healing journey and with friends and working with clients is that women especially have this very, very deep wound around being selfish, what it means to be selfish, being called selfish, um, and how that has created this um, people-pleasing tendency that is much more prominent in women than it is with men. And this boils down to, you know, women the feminine essence being naturally a more communal-based essence, a more collaborative-based essence. I'm talking about feminine energy, whether that's present in men or women. I'm not specifically talking about the female gender right now, but feminine energy in general is more collaborative. And that comes down to um, when we lived in tribes, you know, the feminine essence beings would stay home and look after the children and they would be in community they would pick the berries they would gather they would you know make the home nice and cook and clean and look after and nourish and nurture the home environment whereas the male essence beings they would go out to hunt often for long days at a time sometimes even weeks And they would very much be on their own independent kind of journey, right? Um, And it was less about that collaboration and more about like the independence and the getting the goal, right? Um, So for women, yeah, this, this need to be accepted by the tribe, by the community is very much... A primal need. It is a need that stems from deep within our DNA and is connected to our ancient lizard brain, the primal part of our brain that, you know, sees anything going against this as basically a life or death situation. And that's why nervous system work is so fucking important and is the foundation of all healing work. Because if you can have autonomy over your nervous system, then you can also realize when when are you acting from that fear, fear um, from that fearful place of like the fight, flight, or freeze trauma response place, or when are you acting from 
a centered, grounded space, right? And knowing the difference between making decisions from the sympathetic, overactive, fight, flight, freeze, overstimulated nervous system compared to making decisions from the parasympathetic, rest, digest, calm, centered, relaxed nervous system. Like knowing the difference can be very obvious, but also very nuanced, right? Because before it becomes a full-on expression, the body will give you little signs as to what kind of nervous system state you are currently in. And that's to do with heart rate, that is to do with breathing, that is to do with, you know, how fidgety are you, how able are you to be still. Um, it also refers to how you're speaking and the tone of your voice, you know, the the tone and the consonants and the sounding, right? You can tell right now I'm in a calm state because of just the way that I'm speaking, I'm taking pauses, all of these things. Um, so what we need to learn to do is really make decisions from that calm centered state, right? And once we're in that calm centered state, then we can actually know what is good for us and what is not good for us based on how it feels. You know, if you are struggling with a decision, hold that decision in your body and repeat it out loud. How does situation A make me feel on a body-based level? And how does situation B make me feel on a body-based level, on a nervous system level? And sit with those two decisions and, and the two outcomes in your body and feel into the nervous system response that starts to happen when you think about yourself in those two scenarios. Because we need to start to learn to take back our power and place our power back into our center. And from our center, we can start to make decisions that are beneficial to our overall growth and overall well-being. Women are so afraid of being accused of being selfish. But actually, I have started to promote being selfish as a positive thing within my own life. I've started to reframe and redefine what it means to be selfish. Because for me, choosing yourself is the most important thing in life. We should be choosing ourselves first, looking after ourselves first, feeding ourselves first, you know, like making sure, nurturing ourselves first, making sure that we are 100% okay, 100% nourished, 100% nurtured, 100% looked after. You know, our self-care needs to be priority number one. And unfortunately, we have not been taught how to look after ourselves properly. Unfortunately, we've been, you know, convinced that hustling is more important, working is more important, making money is more important, all these things that are more important and come before taking care of ourselves. But actually, when you go down a self-healing journey and when you start the self-healing process, you realize that 
self-healing self and self-care is number one because if you don't have that as a solid, intact, strong foundation, then everything that comes after that is going to be built on this unstable foundation. And that means that everything above that is going to be unstable and, you know, not able to function properly because your foundation is weak. And the foundations are your nervous system, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and your self-intimacy, the connection that you have with yourself. These are your foundations. And so why I say that we need to redefine selfish is because if you are choosing to do something that prioritizes your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, or your spiritual health, then that is not selfish. If you are choosing your best interest and your well and your overall well-being above you know what someone else says, above what your friend says, above a party, above a weekend away, above is whatever the situation is, because often we are so scared to be called selfish from other people, and so we allow these influential voices of others to infiltrate our decision making and infiltrate our minds, and we are so quick to people please because we're so quick to not want to be judged, right? We don't want to be judged. We don't want to be excluded. We don't want to be left out from the tribe. And so sometimes we people please in order to make others happy at the sake of our own. You know, we put ourselves at the expense of other people's happiness. We put our expense, we put our happiness and our well-being and our safety at the expense of other people, right? We we do not value self-care enough to prioritize it. We do not value intimacy with self enough to prioritize it. We do not value checking in with ourselves enough to prioritize it. I will be the first person to say that a morning routine is really fucking important. Before you start working, before you go on your phone, before you, you know, jump into emails and calls and clients and all of these things, like how are you starting your day? Are you starting your day mindful? Are you starting your day connected? Are you starting your day in in silence? Are you starting your day, you know, how are you starting your day? Because how you start your day sets the tone for the rest of your day. And I want to encourage you to be selfish with the way that you start your day. Your morning is your sacred time. And if you do not capitalize on the sacred time, then life will capitalize on you. And life will flow and run and work at your expense and we don't want that we want women to be in their power we want men to be in their power we want everyone to be making decisions that's best for them and them alone not what's best for the group not what's best for the team not what's best for you know the family because this can also relate this conversation can also relate to toxic and codependent family dynamics friendship dynamics and romantic relationship dynamics because if you're not choosing yourself first no one else will and that is the sad fucking reality you need to choose yourself first. You need to prioritize yourself first. Because if you don't, no one else will. I've said this many times, but you 
teach others how to love you based on the ways that you love yourself. So if you're not showing up for yourself, how do you expect others to show up for you? If you are not taking care of yourself, how do you expect others to know how to take care of you? If you're not nourishing your body, mind, and soul, how do you expect others to know how to nourish your mind, body, and soul? So there's one thing of taking care of yourself. There's one thing of prioritizing yourself. And then there's another thing of knowing what you need to feel safe, comfortable, loved, held, seen, heard, chosen, right? And then knowing how to communicate that to the people around you, to your friends, your family, your housemates, is a whole nother thing. But the only way you can feel strong in your authentic needs and knowing how to communicate that is if you have engaged as many times with your own needs. If you have not sat with your own needs, if you have not worked with your own energy, your own needs, your own emotions, your own trauma and just what it means to be connected to your yourself, your body, to be embodied in who you are. If you have not been able to work with that, then you're not going to know who you are. You're not going to know what your needs are. You're not going to be able to authentically communicate. You need to saturate yourself on your own needs. You need to really allow yourself to become fully self-involved. This is another word that has been used to strip women of their power is that you're self-involved. Well, yes, of course I am. I'm myself and I prioritize myself and I look after myself. We need to redefine these words. We need to redefine what it means to be selfish because actually how I see it, being selfish is a part of being self-aware. And yes, obviously this is a very nuanced conversation. I'm not talking about backstabbing people. I'm not talking about going against your friends. I'm not talking about, you know, if you see someone struggling, like ignoring them because it's better for you to not help them. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about very nuanced understanding of if you're at a party and you're not feeling good, you're feeling not so confident and you're feeling tired and you're feeling like a bath alone at home with some candles and a book and maybe a joint would be so much better for you, then that is your prerogative to choose to leave the party, right? Many, many people I know would just stay because, oh, it's a party and, oh, what will they think of me if I leave? And, you know, all these games that we play with our mind. But actually, your friends, your true friends will want you to do what's best for you. Your true friends will want you to be the most happy, the most calm, the most centered that you can be. And if that means leaving a party early, if that means canceling plans with a friend, if that means changing your mind about something, you are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to say yes and then say no and then say maybe and then say no again. You know, you are allowed to be in this you are allowed to think about something. You are allowed to take your time to think about what is best for you. You are allowed space and time to prioritize yourself. In fact, I highly, highly encourage it. The more time that you spend with yourself, the more time that you spend in self-care, in spiritual practice, in meditation, in yoga, the more time that you spend 
spiritually intimately engaging with yourself and with your body the more strong you become the more saturated your energy field your aura field becomes and when your aura field is strong and saturated on your own authentic energy then that means that you can have strong boundaries. That means that you can speak your truth. That means that you're not, a, not going to people please as an automatic response. That means that you can advocate for yourself and your own needs because your aura field is so strong. It's so protected. It's so thick and it's so, um, it's made up of your authentic energy that you feel so in your center. You can feel centered. You can feel aligned. You can feel on purpose. You can feel, you know, on in alignment with your authentic desires, needs, wants, feelings. And when you're able to establish that authentic, saturated energy within and without, because any time you work on your physical strength you're also working on your emotional strength and your mental strength anytime that you work on your spiritual practices you're also starting to affect your energetic body you're starting to affect your mental body you know all of these parts of ourselves are connected and so working on the one will definitely help the other but we need a variety of self-care practices in order to A, not get bored, and B, make sure that you are, you know, covering all your bases of self-care. There's no point in going for 10-kilometer runs if you're still going to come home and feel anxious and, you know, spend the whole run overthinking and all these things. Like, you need to be doing your self-care practices with intention, with purpose, with passion, and with presence we need to redefine what it means to be selfish we need to redefine what it means to choose ourselves first choosing yourself first is not selfish prioritizing your own needs above the needs of others is not selfish advocating for yourself is not selfish yes sometimes it may feel like it is but actually it's not because there's no hierarchy of needs someone else's need for you to be there for them does not come above your own need for self-care or your own need for alone time so i really want you to use this this conversation and everything i've mentioned as a reflection point this is not meant to have a conclusive ending i'm going to leave this conversation quite open-ended because this is not meant to have have a conclusion this is meant to be something for you to think about and ponder and wonder and reflect on because this is going to be different for every single person but i just want to say to you you do not need to be afraid of being selfish. You do not need to be afraid of being called selfish. And if you are called selfish, and if someone does say that to you in a demeaning, derogatory, and insulting way, then they're not meant to be in your life. And then they just don't understand you. And that's just something you're going to have to accept. Sometimes it can be very lonely to be on this healing journey. Sometimes it can be very lonely to choose yourself instead of the group. But knowing that you are authentic and that you are acting from a place of love and connection with yourself and doing what's best for your needs, that is empowering. That is how you take your power back. 
back. That is how you find your voice. That is how you are able to act in service of yourself. Sending you all the love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for listening to Sync and Flow, the podcast, whether you're on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sending you all my love. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and engage with all the wisdom that was shared. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to leave a review on your podcast platform of choice as this really helps this wisdom reach new people. If you have any questions or queries, please feel free to reach out to me via Instagram DM or send me an email. You can follow me on my personal account on Instagram at Josie, J-O-S-I-E underscore Thorne, T-H-O-R-N-E. Or you can follow Sync and Flow, my business accounts at Sync, that's spelled S-Y-N-C underscore in underscore flow. Please feel free to reach out with any questions or queries you may have. Otherwise, get in contact to book a free discovery call to start your self-healing spiritual journey today. I look forward to hearing from you and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now, loves.